guys, welcome back to Rock Sisters, and I'm actually jumping out of my seat today for who we have. I have a new neighbor from down the street, and we have Nikki with us. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And we were just talking. Now, how did this all come about that I got to have you on? <laughs> yes, I tend to stalk you, and I promise after this, I'll calm down. <laughs> She's so kind to me, guys. Seriously, <laughs> I've ridden my bicycle up your driveway. I stalk you with the school bus. Yeah, yeah. I promise, I'll let you have some peace. <laughs> How is it being a homeowner? Oh, do you love to decorate? Yeah. As you see, I I like to yeah, do I stuff. <laughs> it's not too much work, though. A house is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You said it's new, mm-hmm. so to... You know, like the, the, the repetitive, you know, that stuff. And it's all, you know, I mean, we have two dogs. Two big dogs. Little dogs. And but. we have three cats, and I only vacuumed this room because you were coming. Yeah. And it was pretty bad. I vacuum every day, at least for Oh, are you kind of OCD? No, Ricky is. <laughs> <laughs> He's very OCD, but um, their hair, Sorry. I mean, like, if they, if they go up to each other and just, like, you know, growl at each other, they're going to fall out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so they wrestle all the time, and it's just a hairball mess all over the place. Mm. Man. Yeah. So, I just, I don't know, I heard that you had quite an adventure growing up. I had quite the adventure. Do you want to give your age or no? My age now? Yeah. I'm 31. Okay. Yeah. So I was born in 1989. Okay. And we lived in Hamlin. New York. Hamlin, New York. Okay. Right over here. Mm-hmm. And we... Yeah, go right ahead. And we... Please. Um, we had a great childhood. We... Did you grow up with a mom and dad? Yeah, both my mom and my dad are together. And I have a brother who is only one year older than me. And he and I were best friends all growing up. And then I played school and, you know, played house and threw chalk robes in the driveway until I was like 17 years old. And then all of a sudden I had a ring on my finger. You were engaged? I was engaged at 16. Okay. Yes, to someone who was in Iraq. Serious? Yes. And wait, wait, wait. Was he a military guy from here, or he was? He's from Kendall. Okay. He, um, he was one of my brother's best friends growing up, but he kind of fell off the radar for a long time. And then uh, we found each other on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he sent me a webcam, and that's how we kept kept in contact for all the time that he was there. He did two tours there in our street. You got married. I got married at seventeen. Really? Mm-hmm. Did Did your parents have to sign off on that? I got married in Texas. 
without telling them. Oh, it took me a year to tell them. How'd you end up in Texas? Um, well, he went. He was stationed there, and I would drive there um, on my big M salary that I had when I was seventeen. <laughs> well, the grocery starter guys. I would drive there or fly there every other week. So I eventually, when I graduated, I moved down there, and I lived there for two and a half years. And I moved back here, and um, everything everything got bad, and that's why I moved back here. Um, he started to hide doing cocaine. Okay. So I would, um, we were wrestling one day and, you know, just, just playing and yeah. wrestling on the bed or whatever, mm-hmm. nothing sexual or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I licked up his face mm-hmm. and my tongue went numb. Just by licking? Yeah, because there was cocaine on his nose. Really? So I was like, what are you doing? I am extremely naive to drugs. That's you're, so, you're not going to be when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a big a big chunk of my life is my drug addiction. Okay. It's a it's a, it lasted from when I was or eighteen years old until I was twenty four, and it was hard. It was it was. It was $300 a day in drugs that I was doing every day for years straight. So I was broke, and um, I was high all the time. Um, On what? On cocaine. Okay. And I didn't want to lose my marriage, so I jumped on the bandwagon. Okay. So my parents were coming down to visit, and he was like, here, try this. And I was like, okay, you know. It's, that's what it takes. And for what? Because you felt out of sorts, or I just didn't want to lose him. And I felt that if I would have gone with my initial reaction, it would have been me leaving a picture on the bed, leaving and not coming back, which I I did do eventually. I did lay a picture on the bed with my ring, and I went home. He got charged with a wall coming back to get me. Wow. So he did come back and get me. Um, but I moved back to Texas and then um, it started getting harder. I was at this point hooked on cocaine. Okay. And my parents were coming down and they had no clue? They had no clue. Okay. No. But would you talk to them? You know, I slipped up one time and I was I was in a position where I was you still using the drugs and um, they came in my house and they knew. But, they knew well, as they soon were, as they looked at me. They lived up here and you lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. Would you talk to your parents? They were so young. A little bit here and there, yeah. I would, I would talk to them on the phone and stuff like that. But um, for the most part, I was kind of in my own little drug world. Did you... Were, were you functioning, or was it something... Very, like, too functioning. I was, I was over, like, I was over-cleaning things that didn't need to be cleaned and not cleaning things that did need to be cleaned, like, I would dog poop over the corner, uh-huh. sat there. It wasn't mine. It wasn't my dog, you know, like, okay. one of those things. Okay. Um, so, you know, we... 
we cleaned the whole house, and my mom went to me, and she was like, she's on something. Really? She's on something. So I'm like, um, that, that whole trip went fine, and, you know, they wanted to pack me up and take me home. Yeah. There was another time where they came down, and they did pack me up and take me home. And I was sitting in an FRG house, which is the Family Readiness Group for the military, and I was in their house, she picked me up from the hospital after he beat me senseless. Jeez. Um, my best friend, Margot, who is in the military now, uh -huh. she is my maid of honor. Because you're engaged. Because I'm engaged. Which I love your ring, I tell you all the time. <laughs> and um, To a really good guy? Yes. Um, so... Have you been best friends with Margot for ever? Seriously? Yeah. My sister is like that with her friend. She's known. I'm I'm envious. I really am of people. And my husband, we just saw them last night. Friends. It's like my mom. Yep. Have they known each other forever? For years before. Really? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Who we'll work together. That's crazy. That's that's a blessing. Yeah. It's true. So she has been with you every I step of the way? Every step of the way. Any time I have a problem, any time she came down and lived with me in Texas for three months, and um, she found me on the ground and called me my little one, you know, so I went to the hospital or whatever, and then I ended up at the family readiness group where my parents came to pick me up. What is the family readiness group? It's for the families of the military people who are being deployed. And they're, they help you with anything they can help you with. If they can help you with groceries, they'll help you with groceries. If they can help you with being battered, they'll help you with that. They'll send you to a place where you can go, a safe place. Um, they do all sorts of stuff. There's tons of stuff that they do. So how did you end up there the first... Have you been there several uh, times? They picked me up from the hospital. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they picked me up from the hospital after um, I was in the shower and I saw cockroaches. It was humongous. It was humongous. <laughs> in Texas? Yeah. It was so the bugs, I hear. inch whistler. And it was on the ceiling, in the shower, and I squealed so loud. And it made him so mad, he came in and ripped me out of the shower by my hair. And pulled me into the living room, hit my face on the thermostat, and knocked me out. Left me there, where Margo found me. Do you remember? This was my husband. Do you remember this? Or I remember, do you remember the story. I remember the story. What Margo had told me. I remember getting dragged out of the shower by my hair, naked, wet. Yeah. And I remember him taking my head and hitting it. But I didn't know what it was until I woke up and, and went home, and there was blood on the thermostat, and it was mine. So you went to the hospital, and then they released you, and you went back? I went to the hospital. The FRG group came and picked me up. Okay. Where my parents drove from New York and came and picked me up from there. Okay. And um, he went to jail for the night. Okay. Did you have to press charges or something, or drop them? Or? I didn't press charges. But they won. Was this his character, or did the drugs just really change him? Um, I want to say it's both. I want to say that the drugs, this drug of choice, cocaine, 
enhances your personality. What does that so mean? here I am, I'm like this flower of a person, you know, yeah. like fun, giddy, whatever, and anything goes. Well, he was more lazy, more dirty, more trashy, for lack of a better word. Okay. He he just and that enhanced it enhanced that. Yeah. So you know, like he sat and played video games, and he'd binge out on video games, and he'd sit there and and throw the bag of chips over, you know, like the garbage. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like the laziness just like was amplified. Now me, yeah. here I am, <laughs> you put me on cocaine, and yeah. it's like I can do anything. I can do tattoos, I can do like awesome tattoos, and you know, and that was my mentality when I was so young. You know, I didn't, I didn't care that it made me shaky, I didn't care that it made me hungry, I didn't care that it made me or less hungry, I didn't care what it was doing to my body. I cared about the fact that I was doing really awesome tattoos, you know, like I was a kid doing cocaine that, you know, like I was taking the benefits of it and, and putting them on crack, <laughs> you know, like. I'm super naive. I'm 46 and I have just learned past few years. I think cocaine is more common than I realize. I don't know if it's, you feel that way. Like it's just as common as, as we See, and that's just hitting me. Yeah, and, and it's bad. Yeah, and it's scary how successful people. It's scary how close it is to me all the time. Really? Yeah. I mean, not in my house, and Ricky would never put it around me and, or do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not that kind of person. But that's the how people do you find around it? me, yeah. the people in my life, yeah. I've seen do it, and I'm like, just awestruck like I never would have thought that's what I think because I found out one person or whatever and then this other person and they're very successful which kind of makes sense <laughs> because, <laughs> because they get this energy and you do the energy to do it it's, yeah it's it's the addict do you have the addict not to say it's genetic but if it is mm-hmm. do you have it you know, like where, you know, my mom's addicted to work. She's like, you know, like she, she's a workaholic. My dad's addicted to work. That's what they, that's, they have that addict gene, but mm-hmm. it's not to substance. It's to work. It's to cleaning. It's to raising the babies. It's to, you know, like doing all these things. Well, do you feel we all have it? So my mind automatically. I think that anybody could be addicted to something, but there's, yeah. there's some people that aren't aren't. You know, they're they're not. Um, can you be addicted to sugar? Like yes. I love my diet pop. Yes. You can be addicted to caffeine if it's if you're talking about soda. Caffeine, yes, definitely for the morning. And now I definitely rely on it to drive a school bus. So I'm like, oh well, I got to be aware. I have right. to be focused. Right. But that doesn't make you an addict. Right. The the addiction is where I can't live without it. I can't function. I can't get up and go to the bathroom because I didn't do a line. Really? I, that severe? Yeah. If I didn't have it, I would lay in bed for days. 
not go to the bathroom, not shower, nothing. Not eat. Not eat. I was, so not go to the bathroom? No. Like, you had to go and you would just go in bed? Or? No, I would just hold it. For, for days. days. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Did that cause problems then? Um, I'm sure that caused a little bit of the problems that I'm that I'm looking at right now that I'm dealing with now. Really? The um, the addiction definitely changed my body. Um, I developed an eating disorder young. Okay. Um, I developed it was it it was binging purging. It was borderline bulimia. I mean, it wasn't full-on bulimia. I wasn't losing weight from it or trying to lose weight from it. It was just I didn't want the food in my stomach. Why? Something I could control. Okay. How old were you then? I uh, started in high school. Did you want to look a certain way? or No. It, just had, it was something I had control over, what went in my body and what came out. And I, would, I developed that eating disorder and... As the years transitioned, it went from growing up to just not eating at all. And then I would go like seven, eight days without eating. And I was yeah, so I would just eat ice cubes and you know, things have, that wouldn't upset my stomach. And then I found out I had celiac. Oh my gosh, yeah, you just said that. So you found that out young? No, I found that out um, since Ricky and I have been together. So I've been the last seven years. That was, I was 26. What's celiac? Celiac disease is when you have a complete allergy and intolerance to anything with gluten in it. Lipsticks, lotions, eyeliners, bread, cookies, crackers, muffins, cereals, shampoos, um, sausages, shampoos. Um, anything that could have an oil in it because gluten is okay let me start let me start back for a second yeah. so if you go, go to Wendy's and you go in the back okay. and you're a worker there yeah. and you yeah. can go to, to where the big oil things are yeah. that they dump all their used oil yeah. in all that used oil is used by makeup companies really which nuggets have been deep fried in Breaded chicken has been deep fried in. Like cheaper makeup products or just any? I would I would say like Maybelline, Revlon. I think L'Oreal is completely gluten-free. I can't remember. It might, it, either Revlon or L'Oreal is completely gluten-free. But like Maybelline and all of those other companies, yeah, they use that. How did for you find it out? <laughs> I, did a little re- I, I was a manager at Wendy's, so I did a little research. Really? Yeah. So do you save that stuff, oil and someone buys it from you? You know, what do you do? All that oil goes to it gets recycled to an oil to a company. Is that what they contain in the back? Yes. Near the dumpster, kinda. Yes. The one that the kid fell in. Yes. The one that the kid fell in at Tim Hortons. It yes. Was the, the oil, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I have to watch everything that I eat, that I use, that I, anything that could be, like, rubbed and consume, consumed, like, and if I touch my skin and then put my fingers in my mouth, if Ricky uses my peanut butter and puts, scrapes the knife off in, on the jar, yeah. there's bread 
particles in there, yeah. it, that will make me deathly ill. You just mentioned rye bread on the way here. I mean, that was Saturday. I'm still getting sick from it. Are you? Yeah. Because you said you dipped a chip in like... I dipped like a hundred chips. In, <laughs> in some dip. <laughs> they had rye bread. bread. dipped like an idiot. No. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here thinking like... Hello. They're dipping bread <laughs> in this dip. It's surrounded by bread, and I'm dipping chips in it. <laughs> you know? So, it's just things you don't think about, you know? And I have to bring my own food everywhere I go. And so, do you go out to eat at all? No. You can't? No. I mean, when we do, I get a steak. Oh, okay. I get a steak, I get broccoli, and I get potatoes. You can't go around with them. And it's okay? You trust the kitchen? No. <laughs> I respect your honesty. I don't either, but I'll still go out. <laughs> I will, you know, I take the chance of being sick for those three days, and, you know, one time out, and as long as I'm not bleeding for my dwarfist, then I'm good, which has happened. Why were you bleeding for my dwarfist? For me and Seri- What? I, so somebody told me that this pasta salad was gluten free one time a couple months ago. And it was not gluten-free. I ate, like, this much of it. Yeah. I mean, if I even lick the noodle, it's, I, it will make me sick. I ate a pile of it. <laughs> so, I mean, I was starving. That was the only thing that I thought I could eat there. So they told me there was a gluten-free and a, and a, a regular. So maybe it was gluten-free, but maybe they used the same spoon to stir the both of them or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that'd be me. Whatever the case may be, yeah. it wasn't gluten-free. I was sick for two weeks, and I was just sitting, bleeding from every orifice. Like, my mouth, my, my nose, you know, like, I was peeing blood. It was just horrible. How are you not freaked out? I would be going into the hospital. Because I've been... I've been, and what they do is they fast me for four days, which I can do anyway. Yeah. And I do it all the time. And at least you could be in the comfort of your home then. Right. So what I did was I ate applesauce for 14 days. I'm really my eyes got <laughs> But just applesauce. I mean, you seem to be in a good mind frame. They're like, okay, I'll eat applesauce, and that's what it is. I just know what they're going to do, and I know that the only difference is that they're going to give me which really does help. Does it? Yeah, because I can't keep water down. What? What do you mean? I can't. Well, I can't keep water down when I'm sick like that. Okay. So um, the, the one thing I can't do is keep things down because I'm constantly throwing up. Oh. And I just, I've kind of gotten used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. You know, mm. it's hard. It's hard to explain. Like it still makes me upset, and you know, like I cry when I do. Yeah. But it's Ricky was like, "I'll go get your nausea medicine this morning," and he went and got it, and I was like, "It's okay." You know, I can wait. How do you? And the nausea medicine helps right away, or yeah, it melts in your mouth. But I mean, then you start to feel better within an hour, or within does it like take days? Minutes. Seriously. If I'm not, if I didn't poison myself with gluten, if, like, since it's been, like, three days, what is it? Sunday, on Sunday. This was just last, this was last Saturday. It's been a week. Yeah, 
So now I can take my medication. Now I can take the medication, and it will work because I'm not as sick as I was before. Normally, I can't even get to the point of taking the medicine, the medication. Yeah. So. And you're just in bed. No, I'm just down. No, I'm up and cleaning and doing all sorts of stuff. You know, doing some, the same day-to-day stuff. <laughs> do you always do your makeup and hair? No. Really? No. Because when I see you, you're always put together. Always. <laughs> well, I typically have to put some kind of makeup on because of being so sick. I get real dark circles around Which my eyes. I told you, I saw you yesterday, and I could see you it from a distance. It. it was like, oh, my gosh, you can and tell you don't feel good. You said that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just your whole facial expression. Maybe maybe yeah. the whole just like, oh my gosh, just drawn. Yeah. Just I couldn't believe. My mom's really good at noticing that stuff. Me, I'm like okay, but seriously, I could see it yeah. on your face. You look two hundred times a hundred. Yeah. Do you feel? I feel better. Yeah. I mean, I didn't throw up this morning. I just can't go so freaking crazy. Does this cause anxiety? Does oh my god, yeah. So, would you like to talk about the things that I have? Sure! <laughs> um, I have anxiety. Um, they say I'm depressed. I've been on anxiety depression medicine for 20 years. What are they? Uh, this is something that's been weird. Um, uh, citrulline? Zoloft knockoff, 25 milligrams. Not anymore. When I first took it years ago. Yeah. And now they're saying I, it's a very low dose. 25. Yeah. That it's not. I'm like, what? I, I don't think I'm depressed. I think I'm angry. I think I have a communication problem and a self-esteem problem, which causes anger. You think so? Anxiety, that sounds like anxiety to me. Um, depression is, is finicky. Um, I, I, had, I had a misdiagnosis of depression when I was younger, when I was 16, 17. Mm-hmm. They put me on Paxil and mm-hmm. was cold and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And The only thing that it did for me was make me feel sleepy and down, which is not what it should do. It should make you feel peppy and up. Yeah. Not not like an upper or like a like a stimulant, but like a you know, it should it should give you like an SNRI, which is um it's um inhibitor that inhibits the serotonin in your brain yeah and it causes it creates serotonin in your brain to calm you down rather than to you have all those side effects of the medication making you tired mm-hmm. um, or waking or whatever else comes with the loss they all come with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so you have anxiety i have extreme anxiety i have um bipolar um, one, which is manic. It is very, it's the, it's the, I don't want to say it's the worst one you can have, but it's, if there was an A class, B class, C class, and A class was the highest, it would be an A class. Okay, what's it mean? 
bipolar one is where you rapidly cycle through emotions. Okay. Like um, you could you could look at me and we're best friends, and you look at me and you say, "Wow, I really don't like that top on you," and I'm gonna get, "Oh my god, like you don't like that? You don't like this? Like what?" What is wrong with it? Is it my body? Is it my, do I look too fat? Do I, do I need to lose weight here? Do I need to, and then it goes from that to skyrocket and you're angry. You're mad that they said that. You're lashing out. You're blacking out. The first time Ricky ever saw my bipolar was he trapped, we were, he didn't trip we, we were trapped in the car because we were moving. Okay. And he was taking me to work at Wendy's. And something was said. I don't remember what it was specifically. I took my face. I bashed it on his dashboard. And I broke my own nose. I was completely blacked out and I didn't remember a thing. I woke up and or I came, I came to and I had blood rushing down in front of me and Ricky was taking me to a hospital. I broke the tip of my nose off. Yeah. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> so it goes from zero to a hundred and like I can feel it coming now. But when before I was diagnosed, I had no idea what I was dealing with. I was completely unmedicated, and now I'm 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 medicated like more than anybody should possibly be medicated. <laughs> it helps? It makes me live normal. I mean, I it helps me breathe. Do you work? I do, yeah, I work full time. Doing what? I'm a screen printer at Red Zone right across from the bus garage. Really? Yeah. So, I'm not trying to get off topic here about it all, but so you are able to work through, yeah. But yet you did you said that with cocaine too, though. You you I wasn't able to work. Really? No, because bringing it to work and trying to do it at work was not a, an option for me. Did Did you have to do it a lot during the day? Oh yeah, you're uh, doing it like every hour. Okay. At, at my rate, the way that how addicted I was to it, I was like. And then what comes along with that is if you're a cigarette smoker. Yeah. Oh, even if you're not, you're smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like a lot of them. So, um, why? Um, did you something in the, the 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 hand occupancy? Something in the um, the nicotine kind of accelerates the high. Um, it does it with Adderall. It does it with stimulants and you know Vyvanse or Focalin or whatever you can. They're all Adderall. They're all the same thing. Are they? Yeah, if you know anything about what Adderall is or Ritalin. Very little. I've um, heard of it. It's for ADHD. I think I have that. I really do. Don't take it. Why? Because it's bad. <laughs> well, I say this from an addict standpoint. Okay. I will tell anyone in my life to never take Adderall. Okay. Focalin, Vyvanse. All three of those, they're very pure, and they're, they are cocaine in a capsule. Are they? Yes. Are they? Yes. What do you think about kids being on it? Ritalin, I don't mind. Uh, it's, a, it's not, I mean, there are extended release Ritalins as well, but they have one that's not an extended release, which is one that you take, and it 
have it, it, it kicks in in like 20 minutes or so, and it's not like coated or anything, it's just a little white circle coat. And they can take that and they have to take a second one later in the day because that one wears off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Extended release or anything like Adderall or the Vyvanse, the, the Sofalin, the whoever. Um, they don't, they're 24 hour typically. Because we feel like we see certain kids on the bus. They're very open about it, at least yeah. to me. If they have it at night, you can see, you know, later in the afternoon compared to the morning or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I had, um, I'm a little trickster. <laughs> <laughs> I had four different psychiatrists prescribing me four different doses. How? How do you? So that it would clear through my insurance because they were different doses. There were different prescriptions. So how do you get four different doctors like that? I just went, I went to four separate towns. Really? Mm -hmm. And your insurance didn't question it? No. Isn't that weird? The different prescriptions. Maybe they were trying to get me on a level altogether, you know, and I saw this doctor for this and this doctor for this and this doctor for this and this doctor for this. Gotcha. They're all trying to get me on the same level, and a 70 milligram, which is the max dose of Vyvanse, that wasn't enough, so over here is giving me 20, and this one's giving me 10, and this one's giving me 40. So I could take three or four of them a day Yeah. and stay high. Wow. How did, what insurance did you have? How did you have I, insurance? I have Medicaid. Okay, what's, what's Medicaid? Is Medicaid, Medicaid social services. Okay. I have Medicaid that's paid for by the government. You've always? Uh, actually, you know what? Back then, I think I had Excellus. Well, because you were military, right? No, I, I was still on my mom's insurance at that point. Oh, gosh, I was so young. I would because I was 26. Okay. Yeah, so. <sighs> so, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> And um, then my parents found out that um, I was abusing the mm -hmm. prescription that was in my name, but I was abusing it, and they could tell that I was like... Did you go to different pharmacies to pick them up? Nope. You went to the same one? Yeah. Which, again, they might be saying, okay, okay. Um, and my parents saw my mom, my mom and I sat down at the picnic table one night, and... She goes, Nick, what is going on? She's like, something's not right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mom, I can't stop taking these pills. I can't function without them. What made you just be honest? I always, I'm always honest with my mom. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. You just have that relationship? I can't look at her dead in the face of my eyes. <sighs> there might have been, like, a few times, but I'm sure I was high. Mm -hmm. So... They decided to take that as a chance to go on a trip. Okay. And they sent me to Texas, to Margo, where she lived, for rehab. And I went, I, I sat outside at Margo's house for two days straight. She said, you will not come in my house like that. You will not bring it in my house. When you're ready to dump it, then you can come in. 
you will not eat, you will not sleep. You will sit out here on my front step. A cement pleb outside her door. And you really did that? Two days straight. I smoked four packs of cigarettes. Okay. And then I walked inside while she was sleeping, I believe. And I dumped my pills and I left them in the toilet so she could see them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I crawled into bed and I went to bed right next to her. Mm -hmm. She woke up in the morning and wrote, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you in lipstick on the win on the mirror. And um, that was it. I never did it again. You didn't go to a rehab or something? I never did it again. Why? How? I had Zoe here. Who's Zoe? My daughter. Okay. Um, she was two or three at the time. Okay. And I, or maybe even younger, one, one and a half, I had to do it. What was, going, what was going through your head, though, to just quit? I mean, what? I didn't want to sit outside anymore. <laughs> See, I can't even imagine you, you sat outside for real. Yeah. Like, that you didn't just come in and be like. No, she locked me out. Yeah, but still, like, you don't bust through or. No. No, no. And I was, I was never angry. No. Oh, uh, okay. There's. I was never angry. The only time That's I was a good angry point. was when I got off drugs and my bipolar kicked in. It was like drugs kind of put a mask over that. Okay. Um, unmedicated bipolar is unbearable to everybody, including the person that has it. I, yeah. The person who has I can't even imagine. I don't only have bipolar. Okay. I have a borderline personality disorder as well. Okay. Which is almost like schizophrenia, but not. I don't know if you know what schizophrenia is. It's uh, like it's where you're one person one time and then you're another person another time. Like they literally have two names for themselves. Like I'm Diana and I'm Clarice. You know? Like, yeah. Oh well, who's out right now? You know, Clarice is up. I don't have that. Okay. I have a borderline personality disorder where I start to lose function or um, it's very dysfunctional. It's, um, for example, I'll be sitting in the, it's a disassociation. It's a, I'll be sitting in the couch, on the couch in the living room and I'll look around and I'll see a guy. And I'll see I'll see the guy and I can describe the guy, but there's no guy there. Okay. And I'll see him certain places, but I've never seen him at my home that I live in now. But I'm also medicated, so it's hard to tell what's what with you know where things kind of where it ended mm -hmm. and where you know like I mean we lived in Cedar Terrace right before we lived here and I saw him there. We lived in Village too before that. I saw him there. We lived in the house in North Trilai. I saw him there. Never have seen him here. So due to medication or maybe. I mean, I've been on lithium for a long time, um, which is for the bipolar. What's lithium do? Lithium carbony is one of the strongest, most toxic medications that you can take. 
four bipolar. Okay. It, I have to get my blood levels drawn every two months to make sure that okay. to make sure I'm not poisoned or toxic. Is this something you take yourself? Or does someone have to administer it to you? Or? Oh, no, I take 1,500 milligrams of it a day. Really? Yeah, I take it. I take it 300 in the morning, 300 in the afternoon, um, 450 at night. So 1050. It doesn't keep you up? or No, it doesn't make me tired. It doesn't keep me up. Hmm. It's just a, it's what they call a mood stabilizer, but it's a little stronger than that. Do you think these things are due to using drugs so heavily? Or do you think it's just a genetic thing? or The, the bipolar is genetic. Okay. Yeah, that comes from my dad's side. You're worried um, for your daughter? Yeah, yeah, I do. I worry for her right now with celiac. Okay. Because you can catch it early. Bipolar, you can't diagnose until you're 18. Why? <laughs> Which sounds like any relationship Yeah. for people. Yeah, ours is just a little bit on steroids. <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Does he have any addictions or? No, I mean he smokes weed, but I smoke weed for anxiety too, which is for my doctors. And you know, does I, it help? Um, it depends on it depends on the weed that we get. If it's like garbage, where do you get it? Um, we've gotten it from the same person for the last seven, eight years. Um, Do you know there's a place down here, Don Peck? Yeah, I'm working. Yeah, Growing Family Farm. Yes. Yeah, we know the owners. Um, I so want to talk to them. I Do you smoke? No. Do you want to smoke for anxiety? No. Oh. I just can't because you're frustrated. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah, they just harvested all of their stuff. Yes. You can smell it, right? Yes. Yeah. Because so that's my route. We drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They must have a license or something. But um, I'm working on getting a medical card right now. I yeah. Have, I have four of the six symptoms that or says whatever they are conditions that you need to have. You have to have six symptoms, and no, then you have to have one of six. Well, then what's the problem? I have four, so I just I just got all the paperwork and okay. stuff, so I can I'm definitely a candidate to get it. So are you for edibles or for smoking or? I like both. I like edibles. They calm me down a lot more. Why? Um. It's more of a body, a body relaxation. So like I can literally feel like my whole body like go like this. Just totally relaxed with an edible though. And I'm still functional yeah. in my head. Mm-hmm. Where when I smoke, when I smoke, I'm like, I'm kind of like, <sighs> or you know, like sometimes I'll I'll kind of get like, you know, airheaded a little bit, and I'm just kind of like, oh duh, <laughs> you know, like why did I say that, <laughs> you know. But um, I smoke so much that, you know, I mean, I smoke every day, at least two, two, two three times a day. Mm-hmm. So. To calm you? To calm me, yeah, because, so, something we missed here. <laughs> okay, sorry, I jumped around. It's okay. Um, is that I take a stimulant now. Okay. Not Adderall, not Vyvanse, not Vocal, not anything. It is actually approved for breastfeeding. So if you can take it when you're breastfeeding, hopefully you can take it with an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So. Are you a study right now, Case, on it? or No. It's no, it's, it's approved actually as uh, on breastfeeding. So I was like, well, maybe we should try that one because I have hypersomnia also. Okay. Which is where you sleep too much 
or you just constantly want to sleep, or you take four to five hour nap and don't feel refreshed and, you know, sleep or whatever. So I take the stimulant because of the hypersomnia. Okay. Because if I don't in the morning, I'm like, uh, like dead. <laughs> so, and now that didn't start because of the stimulant. That would I started the stimulant because I felt that way. Okay. Whereas with drugs and being addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. you keep taking the drugs to not feel that way. Okay. Which I've heard. Right. You know. So I don't take them to not feel that way. I get them. I take them so that I can work. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um, I did all the circuit, the retail, the TJ Maxx, the Marshalls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did those for a year, a year. Yeah. 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 I worked as a buckle in. Um, Texas and Best Buy in Texas. So you did work in Texas. How long were you in Texas? You know, like, can we do some 16-year-old drugs? <laughs> you know, like... So have you tried everything? No. Believe it or not, I have not. I have tried. I have done shrooms. Uh, shrooms were bad. I... I I love mm-hmm. I I love them yeah but I hated them because I almost killed myself. I we were we were running up on top of the you know Brockport Main Street. Mm-hmm. We were running up on top of the buildings and I saw swear to God I saw a treasure cat and it jumped over the top of the strand and I went to go and get it, but the girl behind me grabbed my foot and saved me from jumping over the side. She took out someone's satellite dish running over their cable. Like she took the dish right off this, the roof, trying to run to grab my foot. Did you guys get caught? Did no. You? We had this secret way of getting up there, but now there's cameras on there. We had to, holy. Cow. Yeah, another time I did I did ecstasy, and I. <laughs> I got lost in a cornfield looking for weed plants. <laughs> okay. And I liked the way the leaves felt. Really? On my skin. It was weird. It was the weirdest thing. It was so weird, but it was all night. We were, we were running through this camp, this cornfield, like three of us. Yeah. Looking for... We, we could smell them, but we could not find them. You think it was really there? Yeah, we could smell them. Yeah. Yeah. And ecstasy is not a hallucinogen, so anything that's happening... Ecstasy is made up of lots of different things, which could be lots of different things. Like, say the one I took that day was cocaine, meth, um, a little bit of heroin, and something else. Um, the next one could be Molly, ex- or Molly, cocaine, fentanyl. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't know what's in ecstasy. It's a it's a crushed pill that can be formed formed from anything. You have to be very careful by the way that you look at it and the stamp that is on it. There's always a stamp on it, like a little picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't have a stamp that you know, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't take it. How do you? You said this. It's you said cocaine. It's around. It can be around you. Do you have to? keep away from people or anything have you yeah i gave up my entire life to stay away from it yeah yeah everything you knew i gave up everything i had except for margo because margo obviously 
dabble in that stuff. So, um, and Margaret doesn't even smoke cigarettes. Like, she doesn't, nothing. I've seen her light one of my cigarettes for me, but it was just the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching Ricky light a cigarette for me. He's like, <laughs> like a little girl. <laughs> right? I wish you could say so stiff. And <laughs> it's great. So, what do you do? Do you miss any of that stuff, or does it mess with your head? I miss it every day. Do you? Yes. Yeah. I, do it. I, I miss cooking every day. It's a struggle for me every day. Wanted a sparrow or something. So I drew him a sparrow, and two weeks later, he comes in and he had it tattooed on his arm. Really? Yeah. So, have you always been an artist? Yes. I do all my own tattoos. Seriously? Yeah. Anymore? Do you do oh, it anymore? Exactly. Yes. No, no, I mean, do you tattoo at all anymore? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's cool. I've been doing it since I was seven. With what? I have my OSHA certification. I have my whole tattoo bin full of mm-hmm. medical equipment, all that stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Has anyone else done anything on you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everybody that I tattoo, I let them tattoo a flower on my tree. Really? Mm -hmm. That's so cool. That's cool. I wanted a tree up my back and then, like, animals for those that have passed, my loved ones. Never did it. Goes through my head. That's a cool idea. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) Do you regret any of your tattoos? No, I'm covering up all the one, all my old ones under here with um, my mermaid and the snail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you do it to yourself? Oh, I learned. Um, I don't know. I just do it. Do you have high pain tolerance or do you kind of oh, yeah. like pain? or? Yeah, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. yeah I'm really what did you learn? In jail? Yes. All right, let me get this off my head because it's all. Is there a lot of sex going on? Yeah. Really? I do? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing you do. Right? It's the only thing you do. Yeah. I had a girl. I had a girl. And I thought that it would be something else. I would do it. That's not your thing? No. Not really. But when you're. I mean, I go either way. Mm -hmm. But. You know, Ricky's what I want. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I always, I've always, you know, I've never turned anyone down just because of their gender. Do you like people for just who they are? Yeah. You're attracted to that? Yeah. My sevens and eighth graders, that's what they, I feel that's coming along more. Yeah. But like, I like people for who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I met Ricky, I was with a girl. Did you break her heart? Did she break yours? No, she was actually crazy. Okay. <laughs> she said that I dislocated her shoulder, and I tell you what, that if I dislocated her shoulder, it would have been a lot worse than that. Okay? Mm-hmm. And she tried to sue me for it, so she didn't. Jeez. She just didn't want me to leave. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Were you supporting her? Yeah. Mm. Bye. Yeah. You made necklaces out of sheets or a rosary. A rosary. Yeah. And a staple. What else? Did you get toothbrushes? Yeah. Yep. I used toothbrushes to take petroleum jelly and colored pencils. And I would use my toothbrush to make 
Lipstick. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you could also use Kool-Aid packets and petroleum jelly. Did you... Is Kool-Aid the commissary or what? I don't know. What, what do they call it? They used to have it on commissary. I don't know if, they'll have any, if they have it anymore, but um, they used to have it on commissary. And if not, they had it in, um, in big jugs that we could all just get Kool-Aid, you know, the big igloo cup jugs. Yeah, really? Yeah, they had one at the, the end of each hall. What, you would dry it out? Okay, so you dry out the Kool-Aid and turn it back into a powder. Basically by just, you literally have to let it sit out in like, it has to be only like this much at a time. Like, like a quarter inch in the bottom of the cup, otherwise it'll never dry. It'll just stay wet and grow mold. Okay. Honestly, okay. fill the bottom of the cup. Yeah. And then you let it dry, and it turns into, like, a powdery, like, something that you can crunch, crunch back up. Okay. Um, it's like a, like a flaky sheet. <clears throat> and then you take petroleum jelly, and you put petroleum jelly in it, and that turns it into a lipstick. Wow. You can also use Kool-Aid to dye your hair. I've heard that. Yes. Would you, how was that? Was, could you feel feminine when you were in there? Yes. I took... Um, I would take the end of my um, my pencil and I would I would Shave take, take little shavings off with my razor. With what your leg razor razor? Leg razor. You they would let you have one of those. You get one for like I think like fifteen minutes or something at a time. And you have to be locked into the to the cell with it. Into really? the shower cell. Yeah. Okay. And then um, you you shave or you do whatever. But So you how'd can, you get it then? No, I just bring my pencil in there with me to make my makeup. Okay. And I would shave my pencil into little shavings, and then I would take them and I would I would rub them on my eyes like eyeshadow. Really? Yep. And I would I would take petroleum jelly and I would line the bottom, and I would just dab regular pencil lead right here to make it like eyeliner. Okay. Would it stay? And would it smear? You, and then you put petroleum jelly on your eyelashes to make them look wet. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things went through my head. Oh, no. I can't focus. Much I have to go through to eat something. Mm -hmm. I hate eating. Like I'd rather sit there and listen to my stomach growl. I actually embrace the feeling of it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Cool. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just get over that feeling. Oh, go have a cigarette. You know, that'll that'll make it go away. I'm medicating. Mm -hmm. Looking for a car right now. I just have one more ticket to pay. I had nine tickets. Mm -hmm. And they were all suspending my license. So, and they were all from here to Niagara County. Mm -hmm. I got them all in one trip. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> one trip one was my my cousin was hanging out the window so that was unsafe <laughs> good times <laughs> i don't know but yeah i didn't know if you had a license or not i didn't do it's just suspended <laughs> right now so 
Yeah, I would drive. So I never got to tell you. Here's my one last story. Okay. I never got to tell you this. I went blind. Okay. For how long? Completely blind. For a year and a half. Can you see right now? I can, but it's blurry. Really? Um, stress is what it was. Really? I was driving. Do you know where 31 is? Do you know where Spenceport Hops yeah. is? Yeah. I was at that intersection, and I was in the intersection, like, ready to turn left. Yeah. Ready to turn left, and all of a sudden, I'm like. You, you just couldn't see at all. It was like looking underwater. So it was just completely blurred? It was completely, I couldn't see. I, I could see just enough to get myself into that into that urgent care right there. Yeah. I could see just enough to get into that parking lot. And Ricky had to come and get me. They kept me in the hospital for four days under observation because they could not figure out what was wrong with me. And then I went to therapy and it started going away. What was that like? It was terrifying. I sold my car. I, I think I would freak. I always think about that, to lose my hearing or my sight. I think it, my oh, sight my would never, scare me more. I will never take it for granted. Like, just last night on Ricky's screen, I was I was looking at something, and I'm, like, trying to focus, and I'm, like, I can't read it. I'm, I can't read it. Ricky, I can't read that on the screen. I'm, like, I, oh. I could yesterday, but I can't today. Why? You okay. know, like, and I, I notice my eyes get a little bit blurry when I'm stressed, and then they go back. But, I mean, that time they went, they were, they were gone, and my vision was gone. It was gone for a long time. What did you do? Did you end up just staying home? Did you just, yeah, I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. You just stayed home? Mm-hmm. Which can't mentally be good. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. It was horrible. Ricky had, had to drive me everywhere, which he still does, but at least I can see. <laughs> yeah, but you can see. Yeah. So can you see us? Can you see the things? Or is it blurry until you're up to it? Or? No, I can see you guys. I can't see, like, I can read Hearn Brothers. I can't read whatever's underneath it. I okay. I can read Greater Rochester. Okay. I can read Polyconic Production. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. But I can't read what's on top and below it. Yeah. I can't read it. <laughs> I want to thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. This has been amazing. Anytime. I'm sure I have plenty of stories still to tell you. I'm going to calm down, Stock. I swear to God, I'm going to calm down on it. What is it? It's, okay. I'll, it's I'll really okay. I'll hit you up. Just give me a sec. <laughs> I swear I'm just gonna wave from now on. No, I'm not too much. I don't mind. Stop it. Oh, I do. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. All right. I don't have visitors. All right. Ricky has visitors. I don't get visitors. Okay. <laughs> I get my mom and dad that come, but they don't stay very long from the time most of the time. So you guys all heard it. She said I can. She, she, she can come over just... whenever she wants. Yes. It is on the record. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Yay!